Welcome to another episode of the Real Talk with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, where no conversations are left behind. Speaking on your favorite topics, giving you my reviews, reactions, and opinions. Please make sure to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on all your favorite socials. The links are in the bio. Now today, guys, I'm back again with another great episode and I have a returning guest. Yes, I said returning guest. One of my favorite guests. Now, y'all gonna know her if you don't already know her, but same thing. Y'all already know how I do it when I bring guests on the platform. I'm allowed them to introduce themselves and tell y'all a little bit about themselves and their podcast if they have one. So without further ado, I would like my guest to go ahead and introduce herself. What's up, Tim? Thank you for having me back. Y'all, this is Kiki Chanel, podcast host of Kicking It With Kiki podcast, also newly owner of 19 Lifestyle Magazine. I am a author, a blogger, podcaster, life coach, all the things. I love coming to talk with Tim. We always have amazing conversations. So thank you guys for tuning in. And again, thank you for having me back. And I and I I feel bad today. I'm gonna tell y'all why I feel bad. Today. I didn't get to make it to your magazine release party. Oh, you were there in spirit though. See, you know, I I feel bad because you know I've known Kiki for about about a couple years now, and we mm-hmm. talk all the time. Mm-hmm. We always on each other's platform. I feel like I feel like I feel we I feel close. We feel it's we close, man. Mm-hmm. And this was the one time I could have met her in person for the first time. I know, but it was right and, after the holidays and stuff. Yeah. And I know you, I know if you would have been able to be there, you would have been you would have been there. And I saw the videos, you know what I'm saying? You was having fun. I was. You just looked like you was alive. Like listen, alive, alive. I am still floating from that event. And I I just think I'm thankful. Yeah. So speaking of the magazine, tell us a little bit about the magazine. Okay, what so is, I, like, I like do, why did why where did you get the title from, and okay. what can we find in the magazine? All right, so it's called Lifestyle. It's a, a nineteen lifestyle magazine, right? And this is the magazine. You can go to nineteen magazinecom and if you Google search nineteen lifestyle magazine, the website will come up. Also, all of the tags that people use for the uh, pot, for the uh, magazine launch party. But 19 Lifestyle Magazine stemmed from my favorite number. My favorite number is 19. And this is why. And when I told this story at the launch party, everybody was amazed and they loved the name much more. I had my first child at 19. She was born at 11, 19 p.m. My second son, my second child, which is my son, was born December 19th at 3.19 a.m. I also have a bonus baby, and she actually got her wings at the age of 19 uh, in 2020. Shout out to Ryan. This this uh, episode, well, this um, issue of the night of the magazine is actually dedicated to Ryan. So the number 19 has followed me all of my life. Um since I was like all my life, everything right. has some significance to the number 19. And if you guys are into numerology, the number 19 represents success, good fortune, prosperity, um, you know, just elevating to the next level. And I wanted the content for 19 magazine to make people change their mindset and leave better than what they came when they flip through the pages. We have amazing content that talks about food, fitness, fashion, being free with yourself, finances, 
all the things. So I'm, I'm dealing with the elves in 19 magazine right. because I want right. people to elevate and, and reach their next level. Right. So that's the that's the premise behind 19 Lifestyle magazine. <clears throat> 19 definitely deep. Yeah, like it, ain't, it ain't just a number. Some people might look at it and be like 19, mm-hmm. but explaining all that, yeah, that not, that definitely cut deep. Yeah. So how can they get the magazine? You can actually go purchase the magazine at 19-magazine.com. You can actually get it um, in digital where you can download it and have it on your device, or you can order in print. You can get it mailed to your house and just have it, save it, the collection. It is a quarterly magazine, so it's only going to come out four four times per year. The next issue drops in April. It is oh, You already amazing. got it finished. You got the magazine finished already? The next one? The next one is almost finished. It's about... Oh, man trailblazing women women trades blazing the traces in business finance podcasting in all walks of life so i'm highlighting women in the next issue of 19 magazine man i told y'all this before kiki work ethic is crazy i'm a capricorn of course i have a work ethic. (laughs) it's crazy i'm not just saying that because we close or nothing like that or or because you won't hit your work ethic is crazy and when people start to have uh, more conversations with you, they'll see what I'm talking about. They'll see what I'm talking about. But I'm glad to hear about the success of the magazine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my copy. I'm gonna get my copy. I got you one though, Tim. You send me your address. I have you one. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you one. So let's get down to business, y'all. Like I said, episode two, season seven. I'm excited. I told y'all I was gonna bring videos to the YouTube platform, and here I am. I figured it was time. You know, my I'm approaching a hundred episodes, but we ain't gonna get to that right now. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is titled "Are You Teachable, and Are You Willing to Teach Your Significant Other." Let me tell y'all why today's episode is titled this because this was sparked from a conversation that I was having with a friend. Now, this friend said (laughs) she will not date a man that don't know how to change a tire. Mm. And my response, you know, I thought it was crazy. I thought it was crazy. Like, why? Like, why you would like, what if he's the type of man that will that would much rather pay for the work to be done? He don't necessarily got to get under there and do nothing. But she explained to me, she said, you know, she just like her men handy. She like her men to step in and do things that she shouldn't have to do for herself. I understand it. I get it. But this is why I asked the question. So if a woman knows how to do something and the man don't, uh, is it a bad thing that she teach him or whatever? But this is my first question to you, Kiki. I'm going to ask you this. You're mm-hmm. a woman. Right. Right. I, I want you to be so honest about this if your significant other came to you and he tells you he doesn't know how to change a tire first of all i want you to let me know is that a problem and second of all i want you to let me know would you teach him how to change a tire if you knew how and he didn't no it's not a problem but i'm gonna tell you a story my daddy taught my sisters and i how to change a flat tire my, my brother is the youngest, so, you know, he came later in life or whatever. But my my baby sister and I were riding on the road one day and we had a flat tire. We got out there and changed that tire because my our dad had showed us how to do so. We didn't have to walk or we didn't have to wait on somebody to come rescue us because we knew how to do it. So that being said, I think that 
if anybody is able to learn something, why not learn it? If you have parents, some people don't have people to teach them anything. But if you have somebody in your life that's willing to take you and say, hey, let me show you how to do this. I know how to change all and everything because my daddy was like a mechanic and everybody came around. We like to be outside with him watching and doing things like that. So seeing him do stuff made us want to learn how to do it. And my daddy was the type of dad, uh, is the type of dad that took us on his wing and say, hey, let me show you this because I want to make sure that my girls or my son know how to do this. I know how to cut grass and all the things. Right. Do I have to do that? No, because my significant other does that. Right. He knows how to change a tire. If he didn't know how to change a tire and I knew how to do it, I would try. But let's just put it out there. And ladies, y'all can agree with me in the comments or whenever y'all watch this video. Some men don't like women to teach them anything. <laughs> you laughing because you already know and I, just like we have some women that won't don't want men to teach them anything i'm a lover of knowledge and i like to learn something every day so it has to do with your mindset if you have a mindset of scarcity or you have a mindset of uh playing a victim or i don't want anybody showing or telling me anything you're never gonna learn anything Right. You might miss out on your significant other or having great relationships because you're closed minded. So, yes, if I knew how to do something, I would teach my significant other or at least try to because not everybody is teachable. I'm not I'm not even going to lie to you, though. Now, if I didn't know how to change a tire, I would feel very I would not feel like a man <laughs> if I had a woman showing me how to do something manly. But like I told her, I understand that completely because mm -hmm. it's a lot of dudes out here that prefer not to do mechanic work, though. Mm -hmm. They got the money. They like they'd rather pay somebody else to do it. And but I don't think there's just, a problem. Yeah, I don't think there's a problem either. I just feel like for anybody, preferably a woman, to say if this dude don't know how to technically do this with his hands, I don't want to date him. And I like I just feel like if that was the case, if that was if it was that important, mm -hmm. I feel like y'all should have a conversation. Just be like, um, let me. Well, first of all, show them, mm -hmm. just show them. You know what I'm saying? Tell them at least tell them, tell them the steps and all that. Or hell, if if he he hell or talk him into going on YouTube and looking at it or something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you can but, learn everything on YouTube. Or if you I, have a father lie, or a brother or something, hey, see if they'd be willing to show them. Yeah, but like to your comment, right? I, I think that men don't like, most men don't like nobody teaching them nothing. It don't have to be a man or a woman because a lot of men carry around the attitude like, man, I got this, I don't need nobody to tell me nothing, blah, blah, blah. That, however, if you think you got it, that's fine. But mm -hmm. I think I don't think it's a man or woman thing. <clears throat> it's worse if it was a woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does woman know how to do this and I don't? <laughs> it's gonna I look mean, real crazy. But you could go back to the fact that a lot of men are into cooking. Would the woman be intimidated if the man was like, babe, you really can't cook? Let me show you how to make some stuff that I like. Right. That way, when I come home or we decide to just dine in and have a little date night at home, you can try and make me something that I like, you know? Right. I don't think that women would be intimidated by a man teaching them how to cook. Probably not. Cooking ain't yeah nah but but I, like um something that is considered a manly job mm -hmm. yeah ain't no man trying to hear nothing from no woman like that yeah like, i mean 
and that's and that that's that's what the uh that's what my reply was to her and i said you know if i knew how to cook and you didn't i would actually show you i wouldn't mm-hmm. hold that against you right like it, it but like i like we just said it's different when it's a manly thing mm-hmm. and cooking is not cooking is more so in the field of a woman like we're gonna we're just gonna put that out there men I mean, can cook once upon a time <laughs> men yeah once upon a time but i'm just saying like like for me like i say like i love i love when a woman cook for me mm-hmm. but if you don't know how to cook then we're gonna have to learn together mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna have to do i'm not gonna say man you don't know how to cook get out of here now yeah. now if you ain't trying to be taught or if you ain't trying to work together and, and both of us learn some, some recipes and all that then that's and, the problem. Then that'll, then that'll be a problem. Right. But let me hit you with this next one, though. I got to okay. hit you with this next one. Okay. Your significant other comes to you and they say, the way that you've been pleasing me lately, it ain't been working. Mm-hmm. It ain't been working. First of all, I want to know, how would you feel about that? And second thing is, I want to know how you would respond. What would be your initial reaction? Your immediate reaction to that? Okay, we've been honest. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel like my my ego would take a bruise because I know what I I know what I'd be doing. Right. But life happens. People change. Your bodies change. People tend to like different things as we get older. So. I it, it's all about the tone. How how are you coming at me first of all? Because sometimes people can be assholes and they'll be a little mean. But it's all about the delivery. You gotta ha- you have to come to your person in love and say we need to talk. Now if you put it out there, I don't like the way you're doing this, but I enjoy it when you do that, and they don't take that and run with it and try, then that becomes a problem because it's pretty much telling me or telling them. You're not worrying about satisfying me. You're just worrying about yourself. So it seems like you're a little bit selfish. I'm not right. at, at a point in my life. I'm not trying to teach nobody that because we've been together for too long for you not to know. And I'm just being honest. But let me ask, let me ask you this question, though. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this question. So if you've been if you've been if you've been with somebody long enough, if you've been with somebody that long, but they do come at you out of nowhere and say. They don't like something that you knew that you already knew they liked, mm-hmm. but they come at you and be like, I don't like this no more. I like it this way. Would you think, would you even wonder like, why, why do you even like it like this? Have you been doing something with somebody else that made you like it like this? Like, like what's going on? How That's going to be a thought. That's going to be a thought. Cause I'm like, <laughs> okay, why, why didn't you tell me this a long time ago? We've been, you, you've been liking it or were you pretending the whole time? Because people pretend just mm. to appease their partners. Woo. Let's just be honest. For fear of not being able to have that open dialogue with them. And that just goes to open communication. If you're not able to openly communicate with your partner, then that's the problem. That's a red flag right there. Because if y'all are partners, these conversations have to come up. Because what the hell is y'all doing otherwise? Yeah, I, I think a lot of... I ain't even gonna lie. I think a lot of... A lot of egos will be crushed. Oh, what? A lot of egos will be crushed, especially a man. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on here and lie or fake for y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't care what no dude say. Any dude listening to this episode, I don't care what you say. If your woman came to you 
and told you that you ain't hitting the base in so many words you ain't hitting it right no more or you ain't or she wants you to do something specific with your tongue or whatever the case may be and you ain't doing it no, if you ain't doing that right no more as a man because we like to be the the more dominant ones and stuff like that we feel like we we the man we carry this energy like yeah like big d energy you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we carry mm-hmm. that right if you're like <laughs> what if a woman is brave enough to come to me and say uh I, like basically she tell me something but she make it sound like like my like my like my like my penis ain't big enough for her no more or something like that'll crush our world yeah that's what i'm that'll saying it's all about if nobody say it's gonna it's gonna crush it's gonna hurt let's just be honest because nobody wants to be told that by their their person or significant other or whoever they're dating or whatever but at the same time don't just be closed off to that pay attention if that person means more to you than what you what you want to admit yeah you it might hurt but at least listen out listen to what they have to say don't cut them off or be like man get out of here with that i ain't never had no complaints or whatever but everybody's body is different what what was what worked with the other woman that you was with before me or the woman that you probably gonna be with after me because your ass won't listen to what i'm trying to tell you so now i ain't trying to give you nothing so it is what it is that's what's gonna happen but i think it's a double standard because men would tell a woman easily you ain't doing it for me no more uh you know you just ain't satisfying me you don't know what you're doing no i don't like hair because you don't know what you're doing you know stuff like that but let a woman say no i don't like hair because you don't know what you're doing then that's 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 different Uh, yeah uh uh-huh like like i I mean i don't know because like i said i think i don't in in this type of situation i don't think i don't think it matter if it's who is coming from or who receiving it you know what i'm saying because because mm-hmm. with anybody who think that they doing it doing everything right crossing all their t's dotting all their eyes in that bedroom and you get told no you ain't and like for example if i like aggressive sex mm-hmm. and i'm giving and i've always gave it aggressive and that's just what i do because in my head, I think every woman like that. In my head. In your head. Mm-hmm. But if I come across a woman who was, who was, we was having sex and she was actually allowing me to be aggressive with her, but come to find out some kind of way later on, I find out that she, that she actually wasn't enjoying the aggressive sex. She actually liked it slower, more mm-hmm. passionate, uh, more kissing, like she wanted it to be more intimate but i'm mm-hmm. in there going savage and mm-hmm. and if she come to me and say that's how she like it i'm gonna feel some kind of way because i'm gonna be that i already thinking i'm the man yeah <laughs> so what's and shit. i think i think those conversations need to be had before that the lines are you crossed definitely because... gotta listen because if you don't mm-hmm. then and then a lot of people make... experience trauma so that aggression may trigger her if mm-hmm. if she's had that happen or him because men men experience it too so i think right. it's just a lot having that that open dialogue and be able to communicate openly and honestly effectively because you got to be able to comprehend what your partner is trying to convey to you other than listening to response we have a lot of people that that don't listen to hear and understand but listen to respond right. because they putting it is they making it more about self right so listen, and this is more this is more on the grown the grown up side. We're gonna step it up a little bit. Your mm-hmm. man, your significant other comes to you and they say, Damn, you know what? Man, I've been spending a lot of money lately. I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Can you help me budget my money? 
Now let's just say that y'all are 30, 40s, 30 plus, 40 plus, you know what I'm saying? Both of y'all in that age range. That's just, no, 40. I'm going to say 40. Y'all 40 plus. Y'all in y'all 40s. Your grown ass significant other come to you and say, yeah, I'm having, I'm having money trouble. Can you help me budget my money? Can you help me? Can you help me understand on how, how what you're doing right and what I'm doing wrong? Can you teach me? Mm-hmm. Will you be willing to teach your significant other without holding it against them? Hell yeah. First of all, we're going to do something else before that because you done came to me like a man. Hey, so, <laughs> but yes, yes, I'll be willing to act absolutely because he was, he allowed himself to be vulnerable enough to say, hey, I need some help. So why would I treat him like crap for doing so? Yeah. I, and that's a, see, that's a, that's a grown response because a lot of women when he stay with a man if he ain't had no money or if he had money and he always was spending it on i ain't gonna say stupid stuff because we can't call everybody's expenses mm-hmm. stupid but i'm mm-hmm. just saying like a lot of women in this this day this day and age they wouldn't stay with a man if he ain't had no money it seemed like nowadays women like flexing like like like, like they like when a man look like he got money Mm-hmm. If you look oh, like you ain't got no, if you look like you don't have no money, you're not even gonna get no attention on you for real, unless you got that word that word game to back you up. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, looks can be deceiving. You can look like you have money and be broke as hell, and you could be looking like you don't have the money and have the money. Right. So it's just all about your perception or just being open and honest to have a conversation. Don't write somebody off because of the way that they present themselves. Now, yeah, you gotta have some type of you know, way about yourself to approach somebody, of course. But nine times out of 10, if you come at somebody in a way where they don't feel like it's threatened, are you trying to be more than what you are? A conversation can be had. And I think, um, you know, a better understanding would develop from that. But yeah, definitely you have to be willing to to have a conversation and not judge because nobody can judge anybody, although we do it every day. Let's just oh, put yeah. it out there. Yeah, you do it every Unintentionally day. and intentionally. Yes. Yes, that's the yes. world we live in. And mm-hmm. I ain't even going to lie. I ain't even going to lie. Don't judge me. But, uh, yeah, I ain't all that great with saving my money. But let's mm-hmm. just say I was. Mm-hmm. And my woman came up to me and she said all that. Then, of course, I'm going to help her. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't judge nobody because right. we all we all had to start from somewhere and come from somewhere. So like, I don't, I'm 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 am normally a person that don't judge people anyway. Not right. Like that. Not like that. Unless unless it, I don't judge people like that. Unless you just a horrible person altogether. Like mm-hmm. you're an actual horrible person. Not mm-hmm. like you just look like it or not. I would actually have to converse with you to even make a make a uh, judgment pass on you right and, but, and some people just not taught that because i know when i was in school they didn't teach us about budgeting and all of that the only thing that i that wish we they ta- did i know the only thing that they taught us how to do was balance the damn checkbook that's it man you know what they should have taught in school they should have taught credit yes they should have taught credit in like what 12th grade, 11th, 11th no, 12th grade. That, that should have started year. in ninth grade. I mean, ninth grade, yes, the whole yes. four years. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I ain't like, I swear, I, I mean, I know I mentioned this before somewhere in one of these episodes. I ain't learned about credit until like my fucking credit started being bad. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it took that. I don't even know how old I was, but had I learned about it and understood it mm-hmm. and understood what, what you what you needed for, mm-hmm. oh man, I wouldn't I wouldn't have bad credit. Right. Because ever since I started working and you know, having my own money, having my own car, going coming and going when I please. I, I just had a I don't care type of attitude with a lot of stuff. And I had the attitude for so long that it that it just it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta reap reap what I sow. You know, I gotta mm-hmm. I don't know. Look, I ain't about to get on here tell y'all my credit score, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's robbing it's, Peter to pay Paul, huh? Trying to yes, make it like yes. life be life and bills gonna go yes, you gonna have man. bills regardless. You keep living, yes. they're gonna they gonna be there and they're gonna be there when you die too. That's Some what I'm saying. That's yeah. but yeah, also I don't even stress over I don't stress over nothing because why it ain't gonna do nothing but kill you. What exactly. I'm stressing over credit score for. Yeah, I mean, I want it to be good. I want it to be great. But my problem is, it's so many past bills, but it's Mm -hmm. also so many current bills. You can't, Mm -hmm. you can't pay all your past bills all at one time or like all like, like as if they're current because you're going to fuck up your current bills. But that's a whole never story, man. I don't even want to. Yeah, we can have a whole show on that for real. Don't get me to stressing out over here already. (laughs) Y'all, y'all will hear me bring all of this stuff back up later on. Mm-hmm. Later on in another episode. But anyway, I'm going to hit y'all with this last one. Because this last one, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. It's pretty serious. So, okay. your significant other comes to you and they say, hey, your attitude is kind of all over the place. I, I seem like the cooler head. So, would you allow me to teach you how to manage your attitude? I want to know what your immediate response to that would be. See, that's a double-headed sword because <laughs> nine times out of ten, people don't just come in and be a certain way every day, all day. That's just not how life is. So, I'll just, I'll just tell anybody to pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to the person that you're with because things change. Shit happens. Life happens. Stress happens, you know, and if you have kids, you, you gonna always stress because they kid, they're your kids. You want to make sure that they good. So I would just say, just, just be mindful and be watchful because what is causing the attitude? Why is it there? Have the conversation. Are you okay? What's going on? I can see that your face is saying something and your body language is saying this. You tell me that there's nothing wrong, but I can clearly see it on your face. But at the end of the day, you can't make anybody open up to you. They either gonna tell you what's wrong or they not. Right. And see, the reason why I ask you that <laughs> is because most people, let's just say myself, I know I'm stubborn. I know I can be a little grouchy. Now, I I don't know what is the so-called co- correct or proper way that a person can approach you and say that stuff, but I would rather a person come and talk to me first. Not necessarily say, don't don't come to me and tell me. I mean, I know I said it that way, but don't come to me and tell me my attitude is all over the place. Because I'm probably, because my immediate response is probably not, it's not all over the place. That's probably what I'm going to tell you immediately. Mm-hmm. But if I was to come to somebody and I knew in my mind that their attitude was bad and I wanted to help them, I'm going to be asking them questions. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask them, first of all, I'm going to ask them, why are you so like why are you so stressed all the time? Mm-hmm. If you tell me why you're so stressed all the time, then we're gonna go from there. Mm-hmm. If you start talking about my kids this, my kids that, 
and I'm gonna say, well, it sounds like you overwhelmed, but that's life. But then I'm gonna just start asking more questions, more check, more questions. It's just kind of like picking a brain. Mm-hmm. You just you pick a person's brain first. You don't come to them and say, "What's wrong with you? Why mm-hmm. you always mad? Mm-hmm. Why your attitude all over the place? Mm-hmm. Why this? Why that?" Just pick their brain, ask some questions, ask some certain questions about you know some daily things that they do or. You know whatever or just or just read them read the person watch them pay attention to them if you notice when they at work like if you have a co-worker that's like that uh watch your co-worker look at just look at them sometimes all of your answers will be right there in your right face. there yes sometimes you can see a person if they working on something maybe they typing and you can just see them looking at their phone and you know, see them picking up their phone, put it down, pick up their phone, put it down. They clearly probably arguing with somebody through in a in a phone. Yeah. So that person, whoever they arguing with, is pissing them off, mm-hmm. and they probably going through something with that person. More likely, a, a, a significant other or a boyfriend, husband, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like just watch them. Sometimes, sometimes when people stressed and mad, they 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 don't need another person to like add to it. Have the same emotion as them. Mm-hmm. They want the other person to have the opposite emotion of them. Absolutely. Because your opposite emotion can always help them calm down. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would treat that's how I would treat the situation. Yeah, that's why I said be mindful. Like because as a life coach, you have to practice that mindfulness. Otherwise, you're not gonna be a successful coach. Because not every day that you meet with clients is gonna be a good day for them. Right. So you have to meet be able to say, Hey, I see that. You know, you're not very talkative like you were last time. You want to talk about it. Did you have a bad day? What's going on? You just have to open-ended questioning, active listening. And your body language and mannerisms play a big part in it. Because if you all acting like you're not interested in what they're saying, guess what? They're not going to open up to you. Right. Because they don't feel like you're, you're actually genuine and wanting to know what's going on. Right, right, right. Most definitely. Yeah, man. So it's safe to say, Kiki, you are willing to be taught <laughs> and you are willing to teach. Absolutely. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. We need we need more people like that. And um, listen, I want to thank you for coming on here. As always, this is the, what season did you start coming on? I think it was the second, second. season. Mm-hmm. The second season. So from season two all the way to seven, Kiki has been helping me out with the podcast in so many ways that y'all can't even imagine mm-hmm. i told y'all man we close just remember that <laughs> but yep. closing out kiki i want you to tell everybody where to find you i want you to tell everybody what you have coming up other than the next issue of your magazine mm-hmm. uh hey just give us something to look for listen i'm on the social media you can follow me at d kiki chanel on Instagram, uh, on Facebook. I am under Kicking It With Kiki Media on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook. Um, that's why I, that's why I am. You can follow, You can go to my website, thekikichanel.com and see all of my books there. You can find out about the coaching services that I, that I, um, I offer. And then the magazine, www.19-magazine.com get your magazine and I just released a memoir the first part of a three part series and it is called 
Finding the Sun, A Personal Journey of Self-Love. And that's just a little bit about my life story of how I didn't always love myself, but then things changed. So you have to read the book to find out all of the things that I went through. Uh, So coming up, I'll be working on book two of the memoir. Uh, My season six is about to you know, come out as well for the podcast, Kicking It With Kiki podcast. I am also on YouTube and all the major streaming platforms. I just got on Audible. So you guys, if you have Audible, you can actually listen to the podcast as you go to and fro. What? Uh, just type in Kicking It With Kiki podcast and it will come up and it's kicking without the G. Uh, I have some in-person events that's coming up this year. I'm excited about it. And I'm just, just building and growing, grinding. That's all I do. What I, what did I tell y'all about this work ethic? Y'all y'all keep thinking I'm playing. She just put out a magazine. She working on the second issue that's about to be done, and she putting out a memoir. And her season six about to start. Y'all don't think? Look at that work ethic, man. This is why I love Kiki. Y'all give it up for Kiki, and y'all already know where to follow me. All the social links are in the description below. Hey, listen. Season seven, y'all, I'm keep telling y'all I have a lot of tricks up my sleeves. And as I told y'all in the season finale on season six, I mean, uh, season six, episode 10. Listen, y'all going to see so, so many different things from me this season. I told y'all I'm going to do a little bit of everything. I'm going to have content for everybody. Y'all going to see me do a whole lot of different things, movie, TV show reviews, character breakdowns of my favorite episodes of my favorite movies interviews i might and i and then put put the emphasis on might <laughs> i might do some vlogging you never know i might do a series of some vlogs i don't know i just want to have fun with this thing man uh me and kiki did an episode called legacy and that's all we try and leave behind yes so absolutely. Uh, so as always i want to thank everybody for stopping through kicking it with kiki and kicking it with tim (laughs) listen i'm gonna catch y'all on the next one i love me